0: Alright, Malachi chapter number 3, verse. we're going to read from verse number 8. When I clarify some few things that uh, Mr. Tlongolo has said, prayer does not unlock blessings, financial blessings. So even if I take it to another level and it's fast, fasting does not unlock financial blessings. All right. that, that, that will explain why. Um, maybe some of you guys may feel like, listen, I've been praying for so many things. I've been praying for a very long time and I'm not seeing anything happening, all right? Uh, There are principles in the Word of God that God has placed and our obedience to those principles unlock blessings or unlock whatever God promises. God is not a respecter of persons, He is a respecter of principles. So in other words, whatever he does for Nkosi, he can do it for you. Whatever he does for Tando, he can do it for you. So he's not a respecter of persons. Uh, The reason why he does things for other people is not because of how special they are or how different they are. No, he does things for people because of the principles they obey or the principles they apply. So if you're not applying the principles of God, then you cannot expect what God promises in those principles. He said that... Um, uh, what did you say he said? What you just said? Say what you told me. God is not obligated. He's not authorized to bless you if you are not a tither. Is that true? Yes, it is. And I'm going to explain uh, a bit as we go further. Let's read Malachi 3, verse number 8. From verse number 8. Now, here... Before we read, God is addressing the nation of Israel. He's having a conversation with the Israelites. All right. And this is how the conversation goes. All right. God says to them, he's, He started with a question. He's asking the Israelites a question. He says, Will a man rob God? Say this to me. Say, These people, they were robbing God. They were God robbers. Do we have some God robbers in the house? Sometimes, you know, <laughs> we'll find out what kind of person you, is a god robber. Uh, they say, how many of you guys know Creflo Dollar? Creflo he, he passes a church overseas called World Changes Church. He, apparently he rocked up one morning and, and, and he had his Bible and he says, Good morning, robbers and thieves. And the whole church went quiet. He says, why are you guys not talking to me? Good morning, robbers and thieves. And they were, all went quiet and then people were like talking behind, you know, uh, under their voices and wondering, what is he talking about, what is he talking about? And then he opened the scripture and he showed them that the Bible calls you robbers and thieves if you're not doing that, amen? All of us have been robbers at some point. I have been a robber at some point. I mean, Mr. Longololo here, he just told us that he was a robber, Amen? Now now I know why we don't have the buses now. Because wow. this, man, this man stopped tithing. Uh, so the, the enemy came in and stole. Is that scripture? what I'm saying? I'll show you right now. Right, now verse number eight. It says, will a man rob God? It's a question, right? So God is asking the Israelites a question. He says, guys, will a man... So let's say God now is asking greater works. You guys, all of us. He's asking us, greater works? Will a man rob God? And God says, yet you are robbing me. But you ask. So let's say they are asking, how are you robbing God? How are you robbing God? How are you robbing God? He said, when am I rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you are busy asking now, how have we robbed you? Who is following on the Bible? Do we have scriptures here? Oh yes, hallelujah. You know? In what way have we robbed you? Where is my pointer? In what way have we robbed you? So this statement here shows us that these people, they were not aware that they were robbing God. They were not aware that they were robbing God. So in other words, they were not right or they were not okay with God, but they were not aware of it. Have you ever seen someone, and you don't know why they're doing that to you? You don't remember how you offended them. You don't remember what you've done to them. You've done them wrong, and they're treating you somehow, but you don't know. It was that kind of a situation here. Will a man rob God? God is asking the question, yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? So God tells them, how have they robbed him? And what did God say? They robbed him how? He robbed them how? They robbed God in? And? And offerings. So God says, you rob me in two ways, in tithes and offerings. Now, it's very easy to understand how we rob God in tithes. But for the longest time, I've been wondering, Lord, how have I robbed you in the offering? How have I robbed you in the offering? And I'll tell you how we rob God in the offering. Let's let's continue with the tithe first. Now, now he explains the results of, oh, Lord, don't get ahead of myself. Don't get ahead of me. Step by step, Holy Spirit. He's already there. He's already explaining things that are down there, giving some new revelation. All right? He said, You are cursed with the curse, for you have robbed me. What is a curse? Say this. Say a curse is an empowerment to fail. Say a blessing is an empowerment to succeed. All right? So he says here, You are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me. What is the reason why we are cursed? Say we are cursed when we rob God. He says even this whole nation. All right, let's continue. Now God gives the solution that will take us out of the curse. So in other words, let's say I've got two umbrellas here. All right. Let's I've got two umbrellas. You have a picture. So I've got, let me thank you, here. I've got um, Nkosi here. Bring your jackets, gentlemen. Bring your jackets. Yeah, bring them. Bring them here. Let's do this illustration properly. Come. Yes, Kluwole and that. Kluwole and that. and that. Now, I want you to place the jacket like, 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 like you're shielding me from the sun. Both of you. Both, both of you. No, no, no. Face the congregation. Yeah, like... Like yeah, right, okay, uh, kind of, like over my head if you can, like type of thing. No, no, no. Stand here. I'm gonna place myself. No, yeah, I'm gonna place myself under your jacket. All right. So which 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 jacket is nicer? <laughs> I, I wanna choose the one that is a blessing and the one that is a curse. All right, all right, okay. Let's 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 choose by size, right? Now, uh, all right. This little one, we'll call it the curse, right? So, this is the curse, right? So, here's the curse over my head. The curse is there. The curse is where? Young people, stop making noise. The curse is there, alright? Okay? This is the blessing. Alright? So, all these jackets of the curse and the blessing, they are already in existence. They exist. They exist. Now, the Bible says, when we... Tired. So he says here, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me. So if I'm not, if I'm a robber of God, I place myself under the curse. God did not curse me. I placed myself under the curse. So I I disobeyed God's instruction and I place myself under the curse. And when I am under the curse, whatever I do fails. Or I have to sweat for my success. My success is based on my effort, it's based on my sweat, my connections. I have to work hard for things that I want. God, you know, don't don't. The, chess. the chess. <laughs> I mean, I'm going down and down and down. He's putting it, That's why the curse is, that it depresses you. It suppresses you. Are you with me? It, 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 it becomes heavy on you. The, the Bible says my, my burden is light and my yoke is easy. But when you're under the curse, there's nothing light. There's nothing easy. Everything is heavy. You have to struggle. Do you know that we're not, we are not called to struggle for things? The Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my lives. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. I shall not want. We are not supposed to be living in want. Say, want is not my portion. Because the Lord shepherds me. Do you know what is to be shepherd? Shepherded is to be led. Jesus is the shepherd of the sheep. The sheep follows me. He says, my sheep, he hears my voice. And they follow me so when we follow the instruction of god jesus is the word so jesus becomes our shepherd and we as sheep we follow jesus by obeying his instructions when we follow him things become effortless god wants us to experience effortless success the bible says the blessing of the lord maketh rich and he adds no sorrow in it. You know what is that sorrow? Sorrow is that thing. I, I, I've worked so hard. I've toiled. It's like Peter. Peter, when he was, he was by, uh, he was fishing, right? And, and the Lord came to Peter and, and, and he said, Peter, You know, he was complaining. They have caught nothing. They've caught nothing. They've toiled all night. And Jesus says, Peter, 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 stop working so hard. Oh, this is a good message. Oh, praise God. You know, he said, I I think you guys must remain here. I preach better when you hear him. He said, Peter, stop working so hard. He said, Lord, we have toiled all night. Jesus says, listen here, listen here. You've been casting the net on this side. Now cast the net on the other side of the boat. Now, I mean, look, Jesus, I mean, if there is no fish on this side of the boat, there is definitely no fish on this side of the boat because it's the same water under the boat. So, what do you mean, cast the net on the other side? Peter, just do what I say. I know where success is. You've toiled all night, you've been fishing all night. How much fish did you catch? Nothing. So, do what I say, cast the net on the other side. And he complained and he complained. He said, but you know what, Father? Okay, fine. At your word, I will. In fact, the Lord said, cast out the nets. Plural. He said, nets. Because the Lord knew that he's going to release an abundance of fish. And Peter said, fine. We caught nothing all night. We've been toiling all night. I mean, Peter was a professional fisherman. That's what he did for life. You can't Tell Peter anything about fishing. Are you with me? Just like Mr. Nghiwani here. He's a salesman. He's been doing sales. He was telling us yesterday that he was once you know, called to go to Limpopo to go give a presentation that he was not ready for, and he had to quickly put things together on strategies on how to make sales and everything, blah, blah, blah. And he never slept that night because it was due the next morning or something. But he came up with something good that was top and approved. Why? Because he is a salesman. That's what he does. So there was Peter. He knows about fishing. You can't tell him about fishing. He caught nothing. They're about to give up and pack and go. He caught nothing. Jesus comes and says, Peter, cast the nets. The, The what? Nets, more than one, right? The nets on the other side. He said, Lord, we've toiled all night. We worked all night. We used all the fishing strategies, all the fishing manuals, all the fishing experience and knowledge. There is no fish, Jesus. There's no fish. But because you are Jesus, I will cast down the net. That's what Peter said. So that is disobedience because that is not complete obedience. So Peter cast down the net. And the Bible says he caught so much fish that the net began to break because of how big the harvest was. And he called on other fishermen. Hey, Hosan was net. King Fish Gazul. <laughs> Evening yeah. in, in, in dance. He's yeah. yeah. in class. Yeah. And then this check what Peter did afterwards. After after that, the Bible says Peter repented to the Lord. And he said, Lord, forgive me, for I am a sinner. What was he repenting from? He was repenting from not fully obeying the instruction of the Lord. He was repenting from giving excuses not to obey the instructions of the Lord. Oh, this is good. This is so good. I'm thinking of all the reasons that we have for not obeying the Lord. I'm thinking of all the excuses that we have for not obeying the Lord. Peter, oh Jesus, this is so great. Peter repented. Peter asked God to forgive him for giving excuses. Because, let me tell you something, in actual fact, there is no excuse good enough for why you're not tithing. There isn't. There is no excuse good enough. There is no excuse God approves for not tithing. The same way as there is no excuse good enough that God accepts for you not praying, for you not forgiving. I don't care how much they hate you. If you don't forgive, demons come in. They don't understand your excuse. Even if you pray 10 hours, if you don't forgive, demons of unforgiveness, they come. Those are principles. Principles are laws. They are laws. That if you obey them, they work for you. If you disobey them, they work against you. Like gravity. Whatever you throw up, what happens to it? Comes down. It's a law. Whether you've got makeup or no makeup, you're coming down. If you it's a law. Are you with me? Whether you are rich or poor, whatever you throw up, that's what goes down. Whether you are a believer or a sinner, even the law of giving, the law of giving, the law of giving is that whatever you give will come back to you in a good measure, in a bigger measure. Whether you are a sinner giver or you are a believer giver, the law works for you. The law works irrespective of who you are. Principles of God are not respecters of people. They are respecters of obeys, appliers. Principles of God. Are you with me? Amen. Praise God. Now, when we don't do... When it, now we're talking about the tithe, right? Let's go back to what we're talking about. When we don't tithe, it says here we place ourselves under the curse. Under the curse. We place ourselves on the curse. And we're putting ourselves in a position whereby we have to work hard for what we want. Under stress. Take many hours and we neglect our families, we neglect our health, we neglect a lot of things because we need to work. We are working under a curse. Now he says the solution to come out of a curse, are you with me? There's no favor in our life. The solution to coming out of the curse, he says, verse 10. Verse 10. He says, bring. Does the word bring sound like a suggestion or it sounds like an instruction? Instruction. He, God says what? Bring. Bring. That means get up, bath, dress up, and go to church. Right? And not today. We don't bring. We send. Right? Who? EFT. We send our tithes. Our tithes come. Some people's tithes come to church more than they do. Shut <laughs> 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 down. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I ate, I want some more. <laughs> Bring all the tithes. How much of the tithe? How much of the tithe? How, what does the word all mean? Give me. What is all in Zulu? Yonke, what is what is what is all in, in Twana? Zothe what is all in Kosa Zonke all the king Yeah what is all in what is all? what is all Yeah young Kukwashi. Yo, 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 yo. all the tides. Oh, 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 I said the same word twice. wash the tides. Some languages, ah, yeah. they need, some languages need to be born again, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right bring all the tithes into the storehouse so God wants how much of the tithe okay how much is all the tithes yeah so so, so okay the word tithe the word tithe means 10% right that's what the word means it means tenth tenth it actually means 10 so it's 10% the word tithe means 10% right now all the tithes that means the whole 10% um so, if my salary is 10,000 rand a month, how much is all my time? 1,000 rand. Okay? Now, if I give God 500 rand, have I obeyed? I am like Peter. Ooh, Jesus. I'm like Peter when Jesus said, cast the net. I mean, I'm casting the net. I choose. At what measure do I obey the Lord? I don't obey him the way he wants to. He said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your pocket. Now, we love the Lord our God only when things go well. We love the Lord our God only when we don't have the flu. When we have the flu, mm -mm, we love our bed and our juve. There is no excuse that God. I promise you. I promise you. Listen, I've come here coughing and I preached to you coughing. You did not even know. And I prepare someone, powerful someone for you not rented by God in my cough and then you're not here because you got a headache. Nonsense. Headache. Headache. Listen, if you can't get out of bed, maybe I'll understand. Food, I can come and carry you to church because that's what you need. Bring all the ties into that. Now, the storehouse is the place where you store your food, right? Some of you guys, you call it a pantry, you know, where you store your food. That's where food is kept. Are you with me? So now, God says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. Now, what is God's storehouse? Say, the church is God's storehouse. All right. He says, that there may be food in my house. Now, this is God God still speaking. He said, Bring all the tests in the storehouse. Why? That there may be what? Food in my house. What kind of food is God talking about? Chicken again? Seven colors? Ooh, who, who, did, so who made seven colors today? Oh. I made seven colors. I keep ruddy. Pumpkin. Uh Saladadita poli. Cabbage, I don't know man, I'm going cabbage. Cabbage. It depends how you make it anyway. What else? Spinach. Uh, What else? Uh hmm? gravy. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Mrs. Naidu the other time was asking me, what is seven colors? I hear people talking about seven colors because they only have two colors, right? And curry. Two colors. But it's tasty, right? Tasty and chili. <laughs> she said, only is seven colors? I like, You will see, you will see. And then one day they made uh, seven colors at church. We had some visitors, and I said, Now this is seven colors. I think it was even more than seven. It's like, Oh, so this is what they mean when they say colors. I said, Yes, yes. She will never experience seven colors. The list is three. No several colors for Indians. Whatever. Yeah, seven, still several. All right, all right. Can, can we come back to church, please, and stop? Leave the Indians alone, please, with their curry. You know, but Brianna's got more than two, right? There's a lot of spice in there. But when we talk about colors, we're not talking about the color of spice, girl. We're talking about, you know, the color of our food. <laughs> All right. Can we go back, come back to church? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened to me today. Oh, Jesus. Mr. Humbel, please, you need to call me to your office. <laughs> Bring all the ties into the storehouse, that's the church, right? Why? That there may be food in my house. Say, God wants food in his house. But food for who? Food for who? And then he says, try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. Try me How must I try you? Why must I try you? Try me to see if I will not open for you. You who? You the tither. If I will not open for you the tither. Open what? The windows of heaven. And do what? And pour out for you. You who? You the tither. Pour out for you such a blessing. What is a blessing? This is the case. An empowerment to fail. Now this is... Now, this is the blessing. Please don't put it on top of me. This man, I don't know. He's been like putting it on me like his weight. Oh, he's shorter than me. That's why. So, Paul Adwoad, a blessing. A blessing. Say, a blessing is an empowerment to succeed. Whatever you touch, God bless. Whatever you say, God bless. Whatever you apply for, God bless. Whatever interview you attend, God bless. Whatever you want to do, God shows the way. Whatever questions you have, God gives you the answer. Trouble around you, God gives you peace. Peace of mind. Huh? Where they ask you, why is everything around you falling apart but you still have a smile on your face? I am under the cloud of a blessing. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. Not only rich money, but rich in my peace, in my joy. And he adds no sorrow with it. You know what is that sorrow? The sorrow, there are people that are rich, but they've got a lot of sorrow. What is that? They are rich, but they are full of guilt because of how they got their riches. They are rich, but they got sorrow because... Their bodies are not healthy. They've got sickness at their money. Their riches cannot go. They are rich, but they are carrying this regret because they had to step on someone so that they can get to their high level or their riches. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow, no guilt, no shame with it. I am so blessed by God, and I am in peace because I don't have to check my back of how I got my riches. Stop admiring rich people out there who are carrying so much guilt and regret and shame because of how they got their riches. The Bible says God adds no sorrow with it. Blessings and riches without sorrow. You're able to enjoy. Amen? Amen? He says, I will pour out a blessing that there be not room enough to receive it. Now, the car is not the blessing. The job is not the blessing. Uh -uh. The the, the house is not the blessing. The marriage is not the blessing. Those are the effects of the blessing. When, when, When the wind is blowing and we've got... A flag. What will happen to the flag when the wind is blowing? It will flap, right? Because of what? The wind. What will cause the flag to flap? The wind. Someone may see the, wind flap, the, the flag flapping, and they can go, look at the wind. No, 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 no. That is not the wind. That is the effect of the wind. That's what happens when the wind blows. When the wind blows, so we've been defining the blessing not with its nature but with its effect. Are you with me? We don't define the blessing with money. We don't define the blessing with the house. We don't define the blessing with all the material things. We define the blessing with its nature. What is the nature of the blessing? The Bible says, He will keep him in perfect peace, him whose mind is stayed on him. Have you ever been in peace and everything else is chaotic around you? That's the blessing. Have you ever been in joy? The the Bible says uh, 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 the the, the joy gives you what? No, no. The joy of the Lord Lord is is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen? That is the blessing. The blessing is the presence of God in your life. The presence of God in your life that affects everything else. And yes, because of the presence of God, you will attract things, blessings. Are you with me? When you are a blessed person, doesn't matter who tries to take you down. It doesn't matter who comes against you. In fact, you start feeling sorry for people that come against you because you know they're not on the right mind. Amen, family? So we must place ourselves under what? The blessing. So when I stopped tithing, so what Mr. Dongolo did, what Tando did, he was under the blessing and enjoying the blessings of God. And then he stopped tithing and he placed himself, he took himself out of the blessing and under the curse. So when you're under the curse, whatever you do, you have to hustle. Hustling is not a blessing. People break it up. I'm a hustler. Mena. That's a curse. Skip on to the that. I'm not going to hustle. I'm going to hustle. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Guys, I promise you, I promise you, the reason why we stress, the reason why we stress and the reason why we get frustrated because we, we're not fully obeying the word of God. I promise you, if we fully obey the word of God, God will work on our behalf. He said he will, it's, it's either God is lying. It's either he's lying or there's definitely something that we're not doing right. I choose to believe that between me and God, I'm probably the one who's wrong. Are you with me? Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, don't wear the caps. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, that's why it's the dinner of the Bible school. Right? <laughs> All right, let's continue. Okay, okay, Mamel, 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 Mamel. He says, uh, next, next, next. Uh, continue. Next verse. When you're tired, God says, "Mamel, I will do what? The, I will rebuke who? The devourer. Who's the devourer? The devil, right? And his demons, right? I will rebuke the devourer for for your sake. Now, there's a scripture in the Bible. Uh uh Dean read it this morning when we were praying against Corona. Uh, and he read Matthew 18, 18 that says, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven, right? Now. Uh, there are things that we are authorized to rebuke, to bind, to lose. And there are things that, doesn't matter how much we rebuke and bind, they will never leave because they don't leave by rebuking and binding. They leave by our obedience to instructions. Are you with me? So you can rebuke and bind all you want. As long as you are not doing what God says, that is not going to work. Remember what Mr. Longoloro says? He says, um, uh, um, what did he say? Help me now. What did he say? The other one. You can pray and fast all you want. You can pray and fast all you want, but pray and fasting does not unlock financial blessings. Financial blessings. Now, I want to talk about financial blessings quickly, shortly, and, 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 and show you some few principles of God that, 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 that if we should apply, apply, they will work for us. All right? So he says, I will rebuke the referral for your sakes. So who, who is talking here? Uh, who is talking? And God says, I will do what? Rebuke the devourer for your sakes. God says, I will. If you are a what? Come on, talk to me. If you are what? Say, if I'm a tither, God rebukes. Now, 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 here, this is not you rebuking. This is God rebuking on your behalf. What, what if God is doing the rebuking? What are you supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be tithing, and God does the what? The rebuking. So on this level. Whoo, This is deep. On this level, you don't deal with the devil. God deals with him on your behalf. Now, 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 now. Imagine dealing with things that God is supposed to be dealing with. You don't have it in you to deal with that which is God's responsibility. So he says, I will rebuke the devil for your sake. So that, so that he, the devourer, will not destroy the fruit of your ground. What is the fruit of your ground? That is what your job produces, your business produces. He says, Clients won't stop coming your way because I rebuke the devourer. He says, Favor won't stop coming your way because I rebuke the devourer. You will not get fired. And even if you do get fired, another job is on the line because I rebuke the devourer. No, no, no. But if we are rebuking the devourer for ourselves, and just so that we can be liked at work, we need to go and cut our prices with that clients so that they can give us business. No, 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 no. When you are blessed, you charge however you want to charge, business still comes. Because they don't come because, really, of the product, they come because of the glory, anointing that comes upon your life through your obedience. Amen. So that He will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the Vine failed to bear fruit for you in the field. Your field won't stop producing. Your, your field will be your work, will be your business, whatever that you do. It won't stop producing. It may be challenged, but it won't stop producing. It may be shaken, but it won't stop producing. It may go through some trials and tribulations because the devil's not but it won't stop producing. You can have all your concerns, but you will never sleep hungry. Amen? Says the Lord of hosts. This is what God says. Now, my time is up. Now, quickly, quickly. So, that is, that, is, that is how we tithe, right? Now, what is the tithe used for? What, what, what is the tithe useful? for? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Now, Jesus, when he left, he gave an instruction in Matthew 28. And he says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. That instruction is not to preachers. It's for every believer. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Right? So Jesus wants the gospel to be preached in every nation. Why should the gospel be preached? Because if the gospel is not preached, what Jesus died for will be in vain. What did Jesus die for? Jesus died to reconcile us to the Father. By giving us the gospel, and when we receive the gospel, we are reconciled with the Father. I am here as a believer today because somebody tithed. You are here as a believer because somebody tithed. They did not only pray that you come to salvation, they tithed. What did the tithe do? The tithe enabled the gospel to be preached. No, what do you mean? I just rocked up a church. Yes, that church where I rocked up, where the gospel was preached, somebody typed so that the pastor may be able to pay rent or that building so that people can come in that building and receive the good news. And because of your money that kept the doors of the church open, someone accepted Jesus and they're on their way to heaven in your account. In your account. So the blessing I have of preaching the gospel is the same blessing you have of making it possible for me to preach the gospel. Because without your tithe, I will not be able to pay rent in this place so that people can come and hear the preaching of the gospel and their lives will remain the same. Are you with me? The gospel, the church worldwide is struggling because believers are not tithing. When you drive up on the streets, in the freeway, you find Billboards. Of naked women, cigarettes, beer, the latest fashion. They're all over billboards. You know how much it costs to put a billboard to advertise on the highway? Thousands of rents. Why don't we have a billboard with a scripture or a say that says God loves you? Why don't we have a billboard that talks about those that come to the Lord and to give people hope as they drive on? We know why we don't have those billboards? Because believers are not tithing. Do you know why SAB, a Henneken, they've got a billboard on there? Because they have the money. You know why they get the money from? Because there are believers that choose to go buy Henneken with God's money, and Henneken is putting a billboard there, and the gospel is not being preached. And it's not only Henneken, it can be a good product. Testic rice. Hmm? Test the grass, it's got a billboard there. Huh? Hello? But we can't put a billboard. How much, I asked Dylan, because in the first service, how much it is to put the gospel. If we wanted to go to Rainbow FM, how much it is? It says about 20,000 rand. To be preaching on radio every day, about 20,000 rand. We can't even do it. Why? Because you don't want to tithe. So the gospel is restricted. It cannot go further because believers don't want to support it. Ere data will cost 10% of your income. While you are complaining and even hobos, they've got data. I promise you. I met a hobo the other day. No, no, don't Facebook. <laughs> Hello. Life is not that bad. Obey God's instructions. And see your life change. But that should not be the motive. We obey God's instructions because we love God. Amen? Quickly, I'm closing. You see, I'm closing, right? I'm closing. So that's how we rob God with the the tithe. Because now, because we're not tithing, the gospel is not able to reach many people that God wants it to reach. And many are on their way to hell because believers are not tithing. That's how it is. So when we tithe, we enter into a covenant in a partnership with God to continue with Jesus' work. What, what did Jesus come to do? He came to reconcile us. This is not enough. God is not satisfied with only us being born again. Outside there, there's many that are going to hell. There's many that are in broken families. There's many that are dysfunctional. They need the gospel. They need the gospel. The gospel does not only make us born again, it changes our perceptions. It changes the way we think. We start treating our women right. We start treating our children right. We start treating our husbands right. We start treating things right because the gospel has changed and affected our hearts. That's why God wants us to tithe, so that the gospel can be all over the place, so that people's lives can be changed. People are hopeless. They are dying. They are crushed. They are broken out there because we've got the gospel, but we don't want to distribute it through our finances. We're selfish with the gospel. Amen? Now, with the offering, the offering is seed. 10% 10% belongs to the Lord. you left with how many? 90%. Your 90% is your seed. All right? Their offering is seed. God does not bless you or he does not give you a harvest, rather. God does not give you a harvest from tithing. You don't get a harvest for that because you don't, you, tithing was never yours. It belongs to God. It belongs to God. Tithing belongs to God. Are you with me? You get a blessing for your obedience or you get what God promises to do for the tithe of protecting you and making sure that uh, it doesn't fail to produce and all those kind of windows of heaven are open. They are open. They are just open. Nothing is coming out. They're just open. But your seed, your seed, something is coming out. God pours out a blessing, but it's falling on what? Seed. It has to fall on seed. So with your seed, when you plant your seed and the windows of heaven are open because of your tithing, God pours out water on your seed and it brings up a harvest that we should be living out of. Are you with me? Now all of a sudden they call you for business more than you call for business. All of a sudden, they hunt you for things that you've been, been hunting for. All of a sudden, unexpected income just shows into your bank account. Hmm? Hello? Yesterday, I was wearing a very nice jacket. And people came to me and said, I don't know. I don't know where it was bought. They came, and they were like, this jacket is very nice. I don't know where it was bought. It was given to me, hmm? and then I look good. But Mr. Rambau came, Mr. Rambau came, Mrs. Rambau came. These guys, they are married. They know good things. Mrs. Rambau came and said, that jacket?" Their husband came and brought jacket did. So I'm like, you guys, you work with the same anointing. You recognize. You know, nice things. It was a blessing. It was a yellow one. Mm. Just that the person who blessed me with it was not there to see how good I was looking. Yeah. It was a blessing. Are you with me? That's how God wants us to be. God wants to bless us with things. Amen? Amen?